On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Nick and I will be talking about how droidicas are finally coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2. We're going to remind you why you need to watch Star Wars Galaxy of Adventure shorts. We're also going to tell you that you've probably already screwed up your Celebration 2020 plans because those tickets are going fast. And not to mention, there's an awesome Star Wars Easter egg in Toy Story 4. Plus, we're going to get around to the CGI of the prequels, why Mark Hamill kind of hates Luke Skywalker now, as well as our Friday show staple, the top five Star Wars artist features of the week. Cue the music. everyone sorry about that intro i don't know what the fuck's going on but we obviously have an action-packed episode of the star wars time show friday edition our favorite edition of the show and that, why is it our favorite well for me personally it's because i'm usually three sheets to the wind maybe not so much tonight uh but it's also the night we get to talk about one of our favorite aspects of being star wars fan and that's appreciating star wars fan art but before we get there clearly you heard the top to the topics we've got to uh, lay down tonight. So, Nick, let's go ahead and dive into that first one, man. We're getting the uh, Droidica update finally is coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2 next week, June 26th. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago. We were, you know, when it was announced on the official forums. Now we have the official release coming out soon. We have an official How do you like the video. name of the update, by the way? <laughs> They're they're literally I'm not kidding. Like I thought this was a joke. They're literally calling it Where Where are the Droidicas <laughs> update? Yeah. I really thought that it was gonna be something I don't know, man. I guess there's no other really big item coming out uh, aside from the TX one thirty tank. So I feel like this is a callback right to the community. Because the community has been asking this question for so long. They've been like, where are the droidicas? Well, yeah. They're their coolest droid, the coolest newly introduced droid in the whole prequel series. And they are take they've taken this long to make their way into the game. So that's like the devs little, you know, funny way of, of giving some community credit and saying, like, here you go. Here's here's where the droidicas are. Uh, so I think it was a good call. Well, yeah, because, I mean, what the Clone Wars era shit's been, what, at least a year deep at this point in Battlefront 2? Oh, yeah. If we go back into the And there's the been no droidicas. I just, like, how do you introduce Clone Wars content without droidicas? Yeah, it was necessary, dude. Like, yeah, you get the B1, the B2 battle droids. That's fine. But the coolest, one of the first droids you droidicas, see. Droidicas, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, they droidicas were around before B two. Yeah, they fucking roll up in the beginning of Episode One and lay down and they, like they're bad. They fuck up Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Like droidicas, honestly, are I don't want to say Jedi killers, but they're Jedi preventers. Yeah, like I they. I mean, it's like Jedi's can't fuck with droidicas. Period. Yeah, if they still have those shields up. And they can't simply deflect the bolts back and get a, a, a kill because later on in the series, we did see droidicas that didn't have the shields around them. But if they have the shields up, what are the Jedi going to do? Like, you, Yeah, they're, they're essentially invincible against Jedi because, I mean, at least in the movies, they couldn't get close enough to just jam their sword through the shield. Uh, because of how rapid fire droidicas are. So, I mean, they, they really are, in my opinion, probably... 
uh, at least in terms of, of Jedi defense, the most OP thing that the Separatists had. But the Separatists clearly were stupid because Sidious wanted them to be stupid. So it is what it is. Yeah. So it's another good addition to this game. We constantly talk about the support that EA and DICE have put behind Battlefront 2. It does. It If we go back in time to the Battlefront 1 release, it almost feels like after, you know, eight months, a year after release of that game, they kind of just gave up on it. Like, they were like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is done. It seems like the community had kind of a tepid response. So we'll just pick it up and we'll we'll try again on the next version. With Battlefront 2, they're all in. They've been putting out content consistently for this game since its release. And on top of that, if you haven't played through the story, and we always mention this, play through the story, play through the free expansion that comes with it as well. And it's well worth the amount of money that you can get this game for now. It's available on all uh, regular consoles. It's probably, what, like free dollars at this point? Yeah, I mean, you could probably pick up a version of it 10 bucks wait for a wait for a flash sale if you're a PlayStation or Xbox user you can probably get it for 5 i remember i got it on amazon for i don't know what 12 dollars something like that so 12 dollars well worth it well worth it so um, definitely check out this game if you yeah it's coming out this update's dropping on the 26th in case you missed it uh, in addition to the droidicas you're going to get the TX130 a new skin for uh, Anakin, uh, the 212th Recon Division, 41st Scout Battalion, and then Naboo is being added to Capital Supremacy. Yeah, I can I can imagine the chaos that's going to ensue when you have Naboo Capital Supremacy with Droidicas just clogging up the hallways. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> that is why I don't play online shooter games. It's <laughs> for that yeah, scenario I mean, fuck, that's fuck coming. That Right. It's like, hey, by the way, those of you, if you if you're younger and you think you're the Cox Walk in online shooters, don't worry. You will as you age, your skills will decline oh, yeah. to the point where you'll end up like me, to where you just want to play video games by holding a controller in your hand. Yeah, like I used to play competitive online shooters and now I'm to the point like I don't even want to attempt to start playing again because I just know that I won't be nearly as good as I was when I was yeah, 18. Ain't worth it, man. Uh, There's fucking little boys and girls that can sit home all day practicing their skills and camping and the best best spots to snipe idiots like Nick and I. It's just like, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. So uh, Just give me my swago on my phone. Tap, tap, tap. Yep. Swago. And then I've also been playing... A little bit of Knights of the Old Republic. I've been uh, recounting my playthrough of Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, hey! I actually speaking of that because you know we have kind of been, uh, as you say, recounting our uh, recent forays into Kotor. I finally have made it to Dantooine. Nice, nice. I'm off. I'm off Terrace. I'm on the Dantooine. Got my lightsaber finally, oh, dude. That's the best. So, are you? How are you rocking it? Are you going two lightsabers, one lightsaber, staff saber? I, I'm definitely. I, I'm definitely, uh, if you will, modding my guy to not be penalized for using two. Yeah. So that's that's the way that I I did it. But too. at this point, I only have one. Okay. So yeah, I mean, 
Dantooine. The Jedi are a bunch of cheap assholes. They are. In, in the old Republic. Dude. Like, just give me give me two. Here's what you do in Dantooine. So Dantooine's got, like, a lot of side missions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it. dude. I'm literally, I am, I've just got there, just talked to the council, got my lightsaber, and they've sent me out to, you know, explore at yeah. this point. So I'm, I'm at the exploring Dantooine. That's where my save's at. So talk to one of the guys as you leave the temple going out into the field and they're gonna add. They're gonna give you a quest about Mandalorians. Okay, keep, yeah, I, go, I, I got that. Go all the way through that. Now it's kind of weird because you just kind of have to keep going in and out of the area and back to the uh, same. You know, places. I think I, I think I may have already completed that one because I, I, I believe I've already killed at least three Mandalorian soldiers. Yeah. So on Dantooine, at the very end, when you finally meet the boss, like a little cutscene starts. You kill him, and you'll get your second lightsaber. So that's what you fucking kidding me? No, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, I bet I already fucked it up. So like, no, but if you keep it, if you keep going in that area, like where all of the shit is, like just that open area and stuff, they'll See, keep showing up. This is where I up. get in trouble, Nick, because <laughs> I usually play this game on a Saturday evening yeah. after I've had a few beers, hanging out with the family, and I just kind of arbitrarily save. Yeah. Like, I'm not really saving at moments where you should stop. I mean, I'm talking, like, sometimes I'll save literally as I'm approaching an area of enemies. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't feel like dealing with it right now. I'll hit the home button. I'll just come back to you. See, I think they'll probably still be there because it's not, like, it's not a triggered event. So, basically, from when I did it, like, they always pop up. Like, the groups of the Mandalorians always pop up in the same places. But they're, there's no set cadence to it. So, like, you kill one group, and then another group will pop up where you already killed a group. And then All if right. you keep... Yeah, because they're always around, like, those busted-ass speeders exactly. that are sitting So there. if you keep just walking throughout that whole area and busting them out, eventually you'll come back, and it's, like, the middle area. That it'll have, like, a little cutscene, and it'll say, like, oh, so you're the boss. And then you kill right. him. He drops another lightsaber. You get your second... And you can tell if you if you like if you still have the quest going because if you talk to the guy who gave it to you, he'll still say like, "Oh, you know, how's the hunt for the Mandalorians going?" So like you know it's still active. But yeah, yeah well that guy's an ass. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, the so that's my little. Right, trick well, there. I'll have to check it out. But I just want to let you know I, I finally made the Dantooine because I know I started playing through it again first, and then you're like, "Hey, I'll do it," and within a weekend, you're you were like. <sighs> 30 hours and ahead of me Dude, already. I'm, so where where my stopping point is now is I'm on I've already done Kashyyyk, I've already done Dantooine, I've already done um Terrace, I've already done Oh yeah, I Tatooine. mean you're basically almost done with the game. Yeah, so I've already done all of the planets except Manan. So I've stopped on Manan. That's my last right. star map yeah. to get. Yeah, dude. And then <laughs> you you've actually committed yourself to it. I got sucked Me, in. Me as with anything these days, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this and then my ADD or ADHD kicks in. Like, no, I want to do that. No, I want to do that. No, I need to do this. If I don't do this, I'm missing out. Oh my god, I'm missing out. I just want to fucking go to bed yeah. and die. See, like now it's basically my weekends now. I, I fail at free time these <laughs> days, which is a travesty. With uh with for the last three weeks, though, I haven't had a lot of time to play because we got a new puppy over here. So you have to pay attention, you know, like making sure that she's doing well, not, you know, you know, not allowing her to chew up things she's not supposed to. So she requires a, a bit of attention, which has pulled away my attention from yeah. 
my uh, Battlefront or my KOTOR gaming. But Bro, I mean, I, I struggle to even get motivated to take new toy picks. I mean, it, it's getting to the point where the hobby is almost crushing my soul. <laughs> I, I do this with everything. Anything I, I start as fun and a hobby, I ruin. Because I, I, I like I may I want to make it too serious, but I, I honestly do. When I come down to Star Wars Time HQ now, and I look at the boxes of toys I haven't shot yet, I I, I start to almost have a panic attack. Jeez, I, I'm like, oh my god, when am I ever gonna have time to shoot all these? And why do I feel like I need to shoot them all? Fuck! Why 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 do I even collect toys anymore? <laughs> I mean, that, that's like where things have gotten. Oh, yeah. it's really weird, and I hate myself. Anxiety attack. Maybe just yeah, t- exactly. Take a little a breather. You know, I, I've I've even told my wife Heather. I'm like, honestly, you know what would help me? Go downstairs with a blowtorch, and and you see all the toys just laying around my desk. Burn them. <laughs> Because as long as they're out of sight, they'll be out of mind for me, and I won't feel like I have to take pictures. That That's just that's how fucked up I am. Uh, yeah. I can't even collect figures anymore just to collect. Now I feel like if I'm going to spend the money to collect it, even $20, i got to take a goddamn picture of it. Jeez. Yeah, it's a tough And I, tough I don't know if, if you other toy photographers, because I know that's our predominant audience right now, and I love you motherfuckers, but do you guys get the same way, or am I just a psycho? I'm assuming it's me. But if you are listening, you're a toy photographer, do you ever feel like you've turned the hobby into a job and it's ruined both taking pictures of them and collecting them? Because that's where I'm essentially at at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, Again, hey, first world problems, white guy problems, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand I'm the most privileged motherfucker in America. I am a white man. But I still fuck that up because I'm crazy. <laughs> Somebody right, bro, so, help this man yeah. out. Reach out, right, toy exactly. photographers. No, please bust out the, the world's tiniest fiddles for me. I get it. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. I'm doing it myself with my fingers. Like, wee, 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 wee. poor baby. I get it. It is what it is. Anyways, dude, we, we had a few PSAs tonight, and, and what PSAs are to me, these are just like public service announcements for other Star Wars fans, just in case you're missing out on some awesome Star Wars fandom shit. Alright, so the first PSA item we have for you is a reminder as to why you need to be tuned into the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, in particular the Star Wars Galaxy of Adventure shorts that they put out every week on Friday, okay? Uh, What these are, again, they are anime-style retellings of moments from the movies. They use the dialogue from the movies, sound effect from the movies, but the visuals are, in my opinion, are as Japanese-centric as they get. And by that, I mean they're over the top. The facial expressions are like, ah! I mean, they're anime shit, all right? Uh, And just, we want to remind you that you're missing out on some fantastic retellings of iconic Star Wars moments, characters, factions, whatever. So this week, case in point, we got one for Boba Fett. And the article title I gave it should be enough to convince you to at least click on it. First and foremost, it's a minute long or a minute ten. But the title here, Boba Fett, gets the most badass Galaxy of Adventure short yet. Dude, it's what I really loved about this one is that you're right. 
it's retelling a lot of the stuff that we already know and we've already seen in the movies in a fantastic, cool, animated style. Yeah. Fantastic, but, cool, and sensational retelling. But what I really like is they will add additional things in there as well. Yes. They'll add a little bit of flavor that you didn't see in the movies. Yeah. They'll add uh-huh. some, you know, some uh-huh. extra stuff. And in this one, we get a lot of extra looks at, you know, uh, Boba Fett going throughout the galaxy, Boba Fett doing his, you know, his bounty hunting deals and stuff like that. I really fucking enjoyed that. I really love the additional little things they threw in. Ah, dude, to this. it just these things week in and week out never fail to disappoint. Star Wars Kids has honestly been one of the greatest creations that Disney Star Wars has thought of. Uh, every week they they commit to putting out three videos. You're you're gonna get a fun facts, which are also great. This week I believe it was on the Clone Wars and the fun facts. Uh, they mix in various visual styles. They use some of the anime stuff that you're gonna see in the shorts. They use some kind of stylized paintings. They actually pull in stylized, almost comic renditions of movie scenes. Uh, and then they'll they'll do like, hey, uh, how many times has Roger Roger been said? Shit like that. So it's a great YouTube channel. Uh, Star Wars GOA is by far the best thing coming out of that channel. But the fun facts and just kind of the random shit is also well worth your time. And, and really, if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan that is struggling to get family members, friends, kids, whatever into Star Wars, this is where you need to start. Because you can give them bite-sized bits of awesome that look fucking bitchin' and that are also capturing the essence of the movies you love and why you want other people around you to love them. Yeah, I mean, they use the audio from the movies, so you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, they got somebody else to voice it or, oh, this isn't giving context into what's actually happening. No, like, they're using the audio from the movies. They're recreating scenes from the movies using this cool animation style. Well worth the time. Like Matt said, only about a minute to a minute and 15 seconds per video. And it gives you a fantastic way to just easily digest Star Wars content. So, yeah, it just, it. I mean, as Nick said, the visuals to me alone are enough to watch these. But they, yes, they'll use dialogue and sound effects from the movies, but... They'll also portray the characters in in much more fantastical situations, anime-style situations, you know, where the character's sitting there going, like, grimacing, and their fucking eyes look like they're going to explode out of their face. It's it's fantastic. So, like I said, this is your first of many PSAs tonight. Get on Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. They're fantastic. Good. Uh, Moving on to the next PSA, and this one that may bum some of you out if you haven't been paying attention. But last week we announced uh, that you know Star Wars Celebration 2020 is going to go down this August, kind of mid-August, kind of a weird time. Uh, We also let you know that tickets were going to go on sale today as we're recording. So when you're listening, you know a few days in the past. Uh, But what we wanted to bring up was the fact that the Jedi VIP level tickets sold out within I think about 30 minutes. And four-day passes for Star Wars Celebration 2020 are already gone. Yeah, so that's it's pretty crazy. I have the site open now. Like, the Jedi Master VIP, I'm going to give it a refresh just to make sure. Can you even get through the queue at this point? Like, is, is the virtual queue at least just letting you right in to choose tickets, or do you still have to wait? Um, 
it looks like it's allowing you to buy to buy tickets now. But yeah, obviously, yeah. Because earlier today, I don't know if you tried it, Nick, but if you went to if you clicked on buy now on the celebration site, yeah, it instantly put you into one of those online queues that you've seen probably if you've registered for SDCC. Or if you remember one, uh, Endgame went for sale through Fandango. They kind of threw up a little wait gate. Yeah. Literally, right at noon, that wait gate was up immediately. Jesus. Yeah. No, you can get through to the purchase site now, but like an additional update as of like this second when I got in, Saturday adult tickets are already sold out. Boom. So if you look at this shit, <laughs> if you want to go, so, you got no giant master, you got yeah. no four day. You basically have Sunday. Friday and Thursday is the only things you can buy. It's crazy. And, and, you know, I don't know, Nick, if this is just FOMO of people that miss Chicago and they're like, fuck, that looked badass. We got to go. Or what? Or if, the, or if this is just the West Coast going, fuck, yeah, we don't have to travel out east, you know, because the last the the one before Chicago was all the way in Orlando. I mean, that's essentially a coast to coaster. Yeah. Uh, Chicago isn't that close either to the West. So. I, I was, I, I knew the VIPs would sell out. I mean, that, that happens every time. The four days selling out within, I believe it was an hour or two, that was something unique. And now you're telling me that Saturday singles already gone? Yep. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, this is insane. I And, and Nick, where, what, what are they going to see? That's exactly what we talked about when we first announced this, this celebration is like, What's going to be there? Like, are they going to announce a new video game? Ain't or? no Skywalker film, I can tell no. you that. Like, and it's, t- in my estimation, it's too early to give any kind of information about the Star Wars movie that's going to be coming out in 2022. Like, you're talking a year and a half out from release. I, I, you're right. Most, I think most they can give is, hey, this is, it's Ryan or it's the Got Boys. Yeah, like, they, they'll give you, well, I think now we know it's the GOT guys, um... But oh yeah, you're yeah. Right. So it's yeah, yeah, like so. we know it's them, but like, are they like obviously? What are they doing? Are, yeah, yeah. Are, are, they, are they doing the Kotor stuff, or is that bullshit? Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is like, yes, we will get some Cassie. I assume we'll get some Cassian live action stuff. Oh yeah, take take that to the fucking bank, yeah. my friend. And then maybe we get some Mando season two. Maybe we get some news on the third live action. I mean, that's kind of where I think this right. whole celebration is going to be focused around is the Disney yep. Plus. I, 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 yeah, you're 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 dead on. I, I I think in terms of movies, it's mute. Yeah, I I, I gotta agree with you on that one. And then maybe we'll get a, a video game reveal. I'm hoping that you know Jedi Fallen Order was not the only thing that was stewing in the kitchens over at at EA for Star Wars, <laughs> but like. Well, you know, you are a, you are a much more optimistic Jedi than I am a Sith. So I'm trying I'm not, to hold yeah. out hope. Ain't ain't, ain't happening, bro. Yeah. No way. Especially because this one's dropping at the end of 19. No way they're gonna turn around. And be like, oh hey, we figured out we're not gonna be fucking stupid anymore and create loot box games. We're actually gonna like capitalize on this license we've had for fucking years. Yeah, it's just. You know, I, they they came out the gate as soon as the announcement was made, hot and saying, you know, we're gonna have Bioware on a game, we're gonna have Visceral on a game, we're gonna have Dice on a game, we're gonna have yeah, this. And then they're like, the canceled, canceled, yeah. canceled, loot box, loot box, loot box. So we'll see. Twenty twenty. This is kind of why like Matt and I didn't fucking swarm on this like crazy people. 
because we really like of course celebration is it's a fantastic thing to go to anytime it's open uh, yeah dude i mean come on i would go to every fucking single one but i knew my soul was not into this because i did not feel compelled at all to try to get tickets to yeah it. i mean i i, I just I, I knew it i mean i i let the force speak to me and then the force is like you're a fucking idiot if you're gonna try to go to this yeah and i'm not saying those of you that buy tickets are idiots I'm saying as someone that's been to the past two and has spent thousands of dollars to go to them, it's just like at this point, if they're going to be doing them every year, you, you got to kind of, you know, until Nick and I are rich and famous, and, and obviously that comes down to you people. It has nothing to do with the content we put out. It comes down to if you guys are going to fucking prop us up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to fucking prop us up to the levels we deserve to be at. Nick and I have already put in the goddamn work. Okay, it's up to you guys at this point. At this point, Nick and I, we quit. We quit trying to do what we do. You guys need to take us to the next level. It's not our yeah. It's not our fault that we're not awesome yet. (laughs) Carry us over the finish line. Carry us to that promised land. All right, you guys got that. (laughs) And girls, it's not our fault. It's your fault. Yep, hundred (laughs) percent. But. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars... We still love you, though. We still love Celebration you. 2020 is going to be interesting. Maybe when we get a little bit closer and we find out, you know... Well, Nick, it's gonna only going to be interesting for people that tried to buy tickets today. Yeah. Because outside today, you're, you're, you're basically going piecemeal to the show. Yeah, like, you'll show... I mean, they put an addendum on all of the tickets saying, like, <laughs> you know... $205 at the door for the four-day. Like, I guarantee you they're not going to be selling four days at the door. They're already pegged. Yeah, and then, fuck no. Yeah, all of the, the single-day tickets are 75 now, 85 at the door. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But also, Your only hope at this point, my friends, is that security is as lax as Chicago, and you literally can walk in with a badge from 10 years ago. Yeah. And be good for the week. They just don't give a fuck at all. Well, that yeah, that that was that was Chicago's McCormick Place. Who knows what type of fucking outfit we're gonna ha- they're gonna have at Anaheim? But uh, I can tell you, it, it was night and day between. Or- I mean, Orlando. You essentially, it was no different than going through TSA checkpoints. Oof. Chicago. It was essentially who's gonna smuggle in the bazooka. Yeah, I mean, you could literally walk in. Like one day, the the exit door was unwatched, and right. you could just walk in. Yeah, <laughs> like, wide open. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have walked in with a goddamn arsenal. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. And and that's the, the the real joke, Nick. It's not that hey, you know, you can just not pay and get in. It's a fact that in this day and age, especially in America. I'm telling you right now, I could have went to Star Wars Celebration Chicago with multiple firearms, explosives, and possibly a nuclear bomb. Yeah, I mean, it was insane. And And no one would have fucking stopped. The amount of people that were there, I mean, like, you're talking 50,000 people that were in town for this celebration. Like, it was... Right, and they're probably paying the security people 10 bucks an hour, so they're like, hey, we don't give a fuck. We'll just stand here in our orange coats. Yeah, it, it was crazy, so... We'll see. Celebration 2020 is coming up in August, like Matt said. And it's pretty much sold yeah. out already, so good luck. Yeah, so go get your singles if you're waiting. <laughs> yeah, good good luck. Unless you, unless you live in California at this point, it's pretty much a, uh, all right, we'll see in 2021 deal. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, so, you know, sticking with more fandom because, honestly, at Disney at this point, they're like, you know, fuck you guys on, on, on Tross stuff. We're probably saving the next reveal for D23, right, Nick? Which is, I believe, mid-July, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's not going to be coming anytime soon. I, mean, is that, I assume that's, like, something your dad gets, like, VIP passes to. We do like, get he probably, some... Does he call in as an investor for <laughs> D23 and all that? We, I don't think he does, but I do think that he, uh, he can get access into the D23. <laughs> 23 stuff if you wanted to so d23 this yeah. year is also in anaheim tw- august 23rd to 25th so middle right. august but, but um really it's that late yeah i always thought d23 was mid-july yeah it's like oh i thought it was almost always before sdcc yeah i don't know i guess they all right anyways well hey maybe we'll get something from sdcc then but uh it, it's been kind of dry since mid-may after the vanity fair article so hey we're gonna stick with our fandom but th- this next one i i believe is something you all need to hear i'd imagine if you like star wars you probably like other geeky properties in particular animated stuff uh you know toy story all right uh, toy story is an interesting franchise for me because when it first came out i was 15 again at 15 i'm a male I'm not going to lie, my biggest concern in life was, like, how can I get a a female to touch my wiener? <laughs> right? Right, guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, let, let's be real. If you're a male in high school and probably middle school, the main thing on your mind was, can I hopefully get a girl to like me so we can make out and she may touch my wiener? <laughs> right? Right? It's it's definitely the primary. Everyone concern. knows this. Everyone knows this. And you know, if you you weren't straight, if you're gay, you're probably thinking, "Hey, how can I get a girl or a guy to touch my privates?" I mean, let's be real. That's what adolescence is. You're driven by your hormones. So, anyways, Toy Story was a franchise I've kind of had to like slowly roll myself into. Yes, I saw it in '95 because back then it was revolutionary. I mean, we're talking all cg computer graphics in 95 if you watch the first toy story now you'll be like oh my god that shit looks janky as fuck uh but anyways one of the greatest animated franchises out there uh, I, I to me i think toy story and uh how to train your dragons are kind of on even par at least in my opinion but anyways I, I checked out toy story 4 last night by myself I'm 38, went to a G-rated movie by myself. I don't give a fuck. That's what you do when you critique stuff. But anyways, I I, I noticed a fantastic Star Wars Easter egg in Toy Story 4. So there's not really any spoilers here, but just in case, spoilers. So kind of late in the movie, Woody and Bo go to this antique shop. And they, they, they go inside an old pinball machine, right? And, and this, Nick, again, I explained it to you earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. this is as great as an Easter egg as it gets because it is a pure Easter egg. So as they're walking through this pinball machine, which is, to them, kind of like a like a disco, you know, like a dance club. Nice. So you got all these old antique toys hanging out. And lo and behold, out of the corner of my eye, down the floor, who do I see? But I see Kenner Obi-Wan Kenobi and Kenner Ponda Baba reenacting their their skirmish from Star Wars A New Hope, in particular the most Isley Cantina exchange. That and it was just dude, it was just fantastic because if if you know what the Kenner Obi and Ponda look like, they're three and three quarter inch, literally zero articulation. I mean the the, the figures when I was little buddy 
you got the arms, legs, and the head, and the only thing that really moved was the head and the shoulders. <laughs> and if you look at right. the, the panda, <laughs> Matt's got a good video linked here. You're right. The panda so looked I, like it was I, ki- like it was painted by a kid. <laughs> yes, yes. And Obi Wan too kind of looked like he had a rough night with some fucking crystal meth. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I I I enjoyed this Easter egg so much. Not only did I feel compelled to write a post to let other fans know where to look. I tried to almost reenact it in a video, okay? So check it out, StarWarsTime.net or YouTube.com slash Show. The video's up there. You can see where the Easter egg's at. But it just it was great. I mean, the, the movie's fantastic, uh, but it's just the, the little stuff like this. Yeah, just like how Nick and I did the Easter egg breakdown for Resistance. I love Easter eggs, and I love ones that are pure Easter eggs. And by that, I mean literally this scene... The camera's not on it. The focus is still on, you know, Woody and the main characters. But if you are paying attention to background, Obi-Wan and Ponda carry out their full scene up to the arm getting chopped off. It's aces. Beautiful. That's worth seeing Toy Story 4 alone. <laughs> right. I mean, let's be real. Toy Story 4, you should probably go see anyways. It's just it's great storytelling, great writing, great characters, new characters. I mean, Keanu Reeves again has reaffirmed himself as my spirit animal duke kaboom steals the show love the guy love canada nice all right moving on man uh all right so real quick this is kind of another psa but uh these guys at the quarter crew of quarter digital fame on youtube not sure how in the know you people are in the YouTube type of stuff, but, I mean, these guys have been around for a while. They do some pretty fantastic stuff VFX-wise on YouTube. But anyways, uh, they've kind of spawned a secondary channel to do some random stuff, and one of the new series is called VFX Artists React. So what this insists of, or consists of, is, you know, these guys who have worked in VFX have put out some pretty impressive stuff on YouTube and VFX, They'll sit around and, and either critique or talk about effects from older popular films. So they, they recently put out a video for the Star Wars prequels. And you may sit there and think, okay, these guys are just going to fucking hack this shit to part. They're going to rip up the CGI work, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, if you actually listen, they, they, they give the prequels a lot of credit as... Nick and I do from a technical standpoint. I, I think we've always been on record saying at least that what George achieved with the prequels in terms of the tech he had and what he put out with the you know the first fully CG character impressive. Yeah, we we've never critiqued that, right? No, I mean it's always around the story, and and the good part about this video is that they agree with us on a lot of the the VFX stuff. Like they it, and what's cool is they actually go in and break down a lot of the shots. It's not just like, oh, this is good, this is bad. This is... They break down, like, for example, they're going through the pod racing sequence in episode one, and they're like, holy shit, they stopped. They're like, holy shit, they did realistic mirage, like heat mirage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Because they were part. like, dude, yep. you can't do that now easily. It's like, imagine yeah. trying to do that in 1999. So, like, they give props. They break it down. But, but Nick, in that same scene, they also said, look, that engine explodes before it hits Yeah, you. exactly. So, <laughs> but, but that's why it's fun because, I mean, th- these guys, I do consider them pros. They are literally paying for, I believe, a team of 10 based on YouTube revenue. So, yeah. 
they're not they're not fuck ups. They know what they're doing, and, and they they honestly put out a video this week that everyone should watch. They they deep fake Tom Cruise. Oh God. And if you don't know what deep fake yeah. is, it's basically you take my face and put Nick's face on. Yep. You can make like you literally for free. You can go to GitHub, download this program, and if your computer is strong enough. You can deep fake faces now. Yeah, you can make for free. anybody for free. say anything, which is fucking yeah. disturbing. <laughs> so they, I mean, they they hired this this Tom Cruise kind of already lookalike impersonator, so he had the voice and everything. But then they deep fake the face on, and it's it, you're going like, holy shit, this is on YouTube. These motherfuckers have enough resources and know how on YouTube to do this. So point being, they know their shit. They do a great job of kind of breaking down the VFX of the prequels. And, you know, believe it or not, and I agree with them, they say Jar Jar Binks is still one of the most impressive feats ever in CGI. Yeah, I mean, considering what the tools were in 1999 and how Lucas was able to bring him and to he life. he still holds up. Like, he still holds up. Like, yeah. like, you can say what you will about how character or Jar Jar was portrayed, the fact that he was given this goofy accent. Uh, but you can go back now and watch those movies and look at Jar Jar and be like, yeah, he's that looks like a real character for the most part. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the people listening can probably pick out some of the spots where they give it shit, like particularly in the fields in, in Naboo on episode two. Oh, yeah, but, surfing <laughs> on that fucking like bloated pig goat <sighs> in Attack of, I mean, the pear scene. In yeah. Attack, okay. Attack of the Clones, real hard to fucking yeah. pick issues out of that thing. But they they do give props. Like, even within Attack of the Clones, they break down some of the lightsaber battles. They will... Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the Geonosian Arena, yeah. as, as slap-dicky as it looks, with, like, random people going, like, ha! It's still impressive that most of those people weren't even on set together. Yeah, and, like... The volume, like one of the other things that kind of stemmed off of that, the continuing battle from the Geonosian Arena, like the, the the blaster fire that's traded back and forth on on Geonosis through the dust, like the volumetric lighting effects and how oh, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. glows. So you see the red glows and the blue glows within all of this dust that's completely computer generated. Like at, even at that time, like. Nobody had ever seen anything like that. Well, Nick, I mean, you got to remember back then, just just technology wise. I mean, they're probably still whipping Windows ninety eight or Windows XP machines. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There, there was no such thing as super duper, you know, gigabyte RAM video cards or even one terabyte hard drives at that point. In time. No, yeah, and and the the tools that people have now for building shaders and 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 inserting easy reflections and lighting the, effects. It's, it's just like I said with the deep fake. You can go to GitHub right now if you have a beefy enough uh, computer and do deep fakes. Yeah, like that's... At home! It, at home! Sit, where this shit, you know, back when the prequels were being made, you, you probably needed millions of dollars just to pull it off. Yeah, so it's... it's Nobody can ever take away what Lucas did for visual effects in the in the prequels. That's kind of what the conclusion that these guys come to. Yeah. But there are still some sequences where it's a little corny. It's a, things are a little weird, and they of point course, those out. It's the prequels. Yeah. I mean, you, you they were still matching the visuals to the fucking script and directing. Yeah. So 
it's a really fun video to watch. It's 15 minutes, so if you got a little bit of time and you want to, you know, have a little bit of fun with the prequel CG, give it a watch. Definitely worth it. And and the guys doing the breakdown are really. I mean, the the good right. thing I mean, is, even if you're not in the Star Wars and if you're just into VFX and doing shit, maybe on YouTube or just being artistic, it, you're gonna want to watch what these dudes are putting out. Like I said, they they've they've kind of pivoted. Uh, their quarter digital channel at first, you know, that was back in the day where they'd make really fun video games and real life videos. That that scene's kind of died out on YouTube these days. Uh, so now that they've kind of, like I said, moved into this, hey, let's just educate and show you some of the cool shit we can do. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Definitely worth your time. So check it out. Again, I mean, like, is that is that it for our PSAs? I know we had quite a few, but. Yeah, we got the PSAs, but uh, now we're going to kind of move into our only uh, Tross-related item, and this one Nick kind of cooked up today. Yeah, so we had <laughs> we had confirmation, I guess you could call it. I say in the in the article. For stupid. Yeah. This is for stupid people. Yeah, the, the way I put it in the article was it's the least surprising revelation thus far about the Rise of Skywalker, and it is that Mark Hamill has revealed through the Associated Press, that he will be returning as Luke Skywalker in The Rise of Skywalker as a Force ghost. Whoa. I mean, did, did, did <laughs> like, someone ask him this question, and he's just being a smartass? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, like, I think he... Wh- why would you even ask this question? Like, what do you mean, how are you returning in... Ooh. Yeah, it, it was a weird kind of interview, because they were talking to Mark about Star Wars, and they were talking to Mark about... During, uh, okay, l- let's put it into context. This is during his, his Child's Play press tour, so he's probably already annoyed being asked about Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And as Nick and I have said offline, Mark is slowly but surely becoming Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's he's getting to the point to where he's <laughs> starting to get annoyed with it. His his second turn in Star Wars has definitely soured him on the franchise. Yeah, so he's um <laughs> so he's having this interview and obviously people like Matt said brought up Star Wars and he says uh, I had closure. So this was this quote. I had closure in the last movie. The fact that I'm involved in any capacity is only because of that peculiar aspect of Star Wars mythology where if you're a Jedi, you get to come back and make a curtain call as a Force ghost. All right, so let let me put this into plain English. This is what he really said. I really fucking hoped I was done after TLJ because I hated how Luke was treated and I just wanted to fucking be done with it. But these assholes, because of Force Ghosts, are looping me back into this movie. Yeah, that's basically what he said. And I mean, I love Mark Hamill. It's bumming me out, yeah, man. That that's exactly I'm not gonna where I was lie. Going. Like like Mark, I love the guy, just as I love Harrison. But but just like Harrison, the shit's just bumming me out. It's like, dude, in the end, brother, I know you were Luke Skywalker. But he's not yours. He's, at this point, the fans. Just go along with the charade, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, come on. It's, it is. It's hard to see. Because Mark always used to Your be Your whole fucking life was propped up because of this shit. Yeah. And Mark always used to be a big Star Wars proponent. Like, yeah, he always it's sad. It's it. like, come on, man. I mean, it, even shit like this, it, just like we talked when we did our questions to Mark on Tuesday, it's like, 
at this point, his frustration is only giving more fuel to the fuckheads. Yeah, and, you know, I really hope that after this and after some time kind of passes for Luke and, like, you know, the, the Skywalker saga, he can come back around to enjoying it again. I just think that, like, right now he's so inundated in it, like, since 2015, even though he wasn't in the force awakens until the very end. Like people were still all over him about, you know, Luke Skywalker and back in star Wars. And like, that's kind of been controlling his life for the last four years. I know, I know, but Hey, what, what the, what the fuck do you think you're signing up for? If you want to be an actor? Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're signing up to lose your own identity. Yeah. Right. You're never going to be who you were. Once you become famous. Yeah. So so once you are, it's like at this point, and, and I don't want to sound like one of these conservative assholes, like, hey, shut up, fucking deal with it. You're fucking rich. But it's getting to the point. It's like, hey, Mark, man, can you just, like, maybe reflect on what Star Wars has given you and your family personally? Yeah. Approach it from uh, a different... And all the opportunities it has afforded you. I mean, would you even be the voice of the Joker if it weren't for Luke Skywalker? Yeah, uh, but I, in the end, I, I get it. He's a human too, and we all have our own rights to say and do what we want. But it's like, man, like if you hate it this much, then just tell him no. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, Mark's a professional. Like, do you hate the fucking paychecks you're getting? Too? <laughs> That's one thing he does like, not hate. <laughs> are, are you gonna are you gonna bitch about the millions? You, I, I would imagine he's probably made another ten to twenty million just from this. Yeah, so I. Mark's a professional. I don't think that his feelings right now are going to affect his performance in The Rise of Skywalker. Well, that's all over. Yeah. It's just, and that's kind of, it's like he's almost getting back to the, the ER, the Eeyore, woe is me shit with this one. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, fuck, I thought I was done with this dumb Star Wars shit, but they loot me back in. I mean, it's like, man, it's just, it's really bumming me out, Mark. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think if Carrie was here, Carrie was such a free spirit and never, and she was always so light about everything. She, she if she was here, Mark probably wouldn't be saying the things that he was saying. Like he would treat him. A little I guess in the end, Nick, you know, as well as I do, we all control our own destinies, our own fates, our own attitudes, our own personalities. So, I mean, if he can't get over Carrie passing, like what other type of long-term help does he need? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully he can come back around after a little time off. But for right now, it really does seem like he's ready to move forward. Like he's uh, you're right. You know. I, I guess you never know unless we're in his situation. You just don't know. But I would hope that if I was an actor that has honestly been propped up and made a an idol and a legend because of a character I played 40 years ago. I would hope that I still had some humility left to just accept the fact that my life has been enhanced because of that, and I should just be somewhat thankful for that. Yeah, so we'll see. Give it a couple of years. I know he's got— just, It's so odd because he's such a liberal. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's... But, like, this, 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 these attitudes he put forth are so uh, red to me. I think he's just— he just wants to do he, like he wants to get away from because he's. I think if he wasn't doing anything else, like 
if he was just making the press tours and doing the rounds about Star Wars, he'd be I fine know. with it. So but like, why? Why do you think Mark Hamill is doing Chucky? Right? I, I know that, but like in his mind, he's like, yeah, I did Star Wars. That's it. But now I, I'm known for other things. Like, yes, I'm doing Chucky. I'm here for Chucky. I have the show Nightfall that I'm also doing. I'm also the but, Joker. But but like, it, but honestly. Is he really known for anything outside of Luke Skywalker? I mean, in the in the public eye, no. But I think as a person, he's that's what he's trying. To that's do. what I mean. That's why I'm I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, like person versus actor. But in the end, when you sign up for that fucking lot in life, oh yeah, you know what you're getting into. So I'm like, hey, this is where I guess the only conservatism left in me comes out and is like dude suck it up yeah like w- w- i don't feel bad for you no i don't feel bad for him i just yeah we'll see we'll see how his you know his attitude and you know his his view on the 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 franchise changes after he's wrapped and he can put it you know put the actual work of star wars behind him i'm sure he's gonna have a fantastic well, yeah, that's the other thing. It. Like in this article, he went on to say, basically crossing his fingers, getting down on his knees, and praying, "Please, God, don't ever ask me to do Star Wars again." Like that's where he is at. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's which is sad. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's just fucking sad. It is. And look, you know, it's logical that he doesn't come back after this. I don't think they're going to ask him to come back after this. I would hope so, not, yeah. considering they're saying that the Skywalker saga is finito. Yeah, that, that's what Episode Nine is, is the end of Luke, the end of Han, Leia, and all of well, the Skywalker saga. To most people, it's the end of everything. Yeah. Like, if you, if you don't have Skywalkers in Star Wars, you might as well just fucking blow it up. So, we'll see. But, yeah, just suffice right, it to say yeah, that Mark's a little upset right now, but we will move past that, and we're going to get to... I mean, honestly, Nick, it's nothing new with Mark. I mean, pretty much since he signed on, he's been upset. Yeah, so, yeah. Like He's essentially uh, a reflection of some of the fan base. Yeah, like he definitely did not get the role that he wanted in TFA and then has kind of just been, you know, playing his part since then. He definitely got that money, though. Yeah. All right, buddy. Ba 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 ba. Moving on to our top segment of the Friday show, and you guys know what that is. You girls know what that is, and that is the top five Instagram picks of the week, six fourteen through six twenty one, curated by your man at that Nick C. So as we do it, I line them up throughout the week. Nick knocks them down. We've got five to look at. I have yet to see them. So let's do it. I I really enjoyed this. this oh, yeah. <laughs> look at that. I really enjoyed this top five because there's definitely a dark side Sith flair oh, yeah. to you, it. You, you, I could see the first two, and you're definitely uh, – you, you have that, that, that Death Star theme going, the, the Space Walls theme. For those of you in the toy community, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I found that there was a lot of great shots this week. Hard to, to whittle it down to five. I even slipped a little um, non-toy photography piece in there that we'll get to soon. Uh, but, I haven't seen that one but yet. We kick, I'm, it I'm off. As... we kick it off with with the two droids that yes. are almost the exact, the polar opposite of C-3PO yep. and R2-D2. <laughs> 
we have do, Nick. Do you have do you have any insights into BT and Triple Zero? Like, have you read any of the comics? I'm guessing I not, haven't right? read the comics, but I do know who the characters are. So oh, they're these two <laughs> are fucking fantastic. Yeah. They had a great run in the Vader series. Came uh, back they're, for they're, Doctor Afra as well. Right, right. they're they're kind of tied to Doctor Afra. They're fantastic. They're they're, they're murder bots. But yeah, ahead. so they're so essentially what we have here is Triple Zero and BT One, <laughs> the the murderous, torturous versions of C three PO and R two D two, and the shot is is basically showing them torturing and ripping apart these rebel soldiers within some sort of Death Star boundaries. Oh, by, by collection toys, by the way. I don't think we yeah, get the credit. Toys, my bad, yeah. yeah. Add collecting toys, collect C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-N yes. underscore toys with a Z. I mean, I can I look at this and I can hear their voice. I can hear Triple Zero on my head. Like, I can hear right. his <laughs> his protocol. Because they, they do their torturing and murdering very politely. Yeah. I mean, Triple uh, <laughs> Zero still has the manners of a protocol. Jewel. Exactly. I think one of his, one of the lines, obviously I haven't read the comics, but like one of the lines that I read when I was going through his history and his, you know, personality, stuff like that was, my my primary functions are etiquette, protocol, and torture, ma'am. Like, that's just yeah. so perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he, he says it with a straight face clearly, but... But in this shot that, that Nick selected, you can see how intense these droids are when it comes to torturing. I mean, uh, Trip Z, he's got a, a basically a, a uh, circular saw on his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> his other hand is nothing but torture fingers. Yeah, it's like fire on one. It's a, <laughs> like a scalpel on the yeah. other. Yeah, like pointy <laughs> objects. And then you got my, my man fucking BT essentially has a... A, a a seven missile launcher <laughs> apparatus launch in a bazooka yeah coming out of his fucking head interrogating this rebel soldier oh my god it was so i mean like this shot was impossible <laughs> to not put in the top five so kudos oh, to collect glad toys you picked, i'm glad you picked this one because there's been a lot of of trip z bts because uh i'm assuming around the world this line is releasing i have not gotten mine yet uh, but these are all brand new Black Series six inch figures coming out. Beautiful, and, and clearly the community is putting them to work already. So collecting toys, fantastic job here with your murder bot piece. Yes, yeah. well done, very well done. So next up, we have a shot here by Scott Blind at Scott dot Blind B L I N E on Instagram. And this is some pimp, pimp ass action shit right it's here. It's so good because we we rarely get Darth Revan shots through, you know, the top five and and through the shares because I assume that you know putting together a suitable Darth Revan figure for shots like this could be a little difficult. I know that. Well, you mentioned honestly, he's been hard to get. Period. But what Scott's working with here is a a modded version. And I don't know if you read the comment, yeah. Nick, but. He actually had to enlist two different customizers to create a cloak for Revan that could allow him to pose him this way. Because as Revan ships, it's kind of like that. I don't know if you remember a few weeks back when we were talking about that Darth Maul from Celebration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so his whole cloak is all plastic, so he's locked into place. Okay, so you can't... Revan no was kind of the same way, right. Yeah. Like, like, especially around his head, like his, his, his hood was all plastic. So what Scott hooked up with here is he got, you know, he got cloth goods 
And, you know, you can now see the full Revan helmet, which you couldn't see on the standard figure. And you can actually fucking pose him. You can move his shoulders beyond a certain point. And clearly Scott has put his custom Revan to work. Yeah, this is a fantastic shot. So you see Revan, two lightsabers ignited, one purple, one red. He's in some sort of, again, like a Death Star-like setting. And he's just cutting down troopers. Like he's in the shot. He's flying through the air. The the uh, cloth goods cloak is perfect here because you get that sense of like billowing right. wind and exactly. like he's moving. Exactly. So it's it's a perfect action shot that really captures the the ferocity of Darth Revan. That I love yeah. that he's he's using the same uh, attack style as Ahsoka, where he reverse holds his yeah his, his blades. Yeah, I, I really yeah that was a really cool touch and flair to that that Scott added to the shot. Uh, yeah, it's it's perfect for the pose he has, too, yeah. the way he's holding them. So, I mean, stuff like this, shots like this, just make me want to see this character on some sort of moving screen. Yeah, like, like doing something, not just being a... Because for the most part, Nick, outside of Darth Maul, Sith fight like shitheads. Yeah, I mean, you know, we get Darth the, Vader... They're very and... slow and methodical. I mean, Vader basically fought like Frankenstein exactly. because of, he was broken. And if you look at Dooku, um, he's 90, and Sidious is right. also super old. Like, Yeah, I mean, Sidious did like this crazy... Nah! Yeah, and like did this twist thing and, and wiped out two Jedi Masters because they forgot how to fucking defend and attack. <laughs> And then, I mean, you could argue he got his ass kicked by Mace, or did he let his ass get kicked? Uh, but yeah, I mean, l- let's let's actually see a fucking Sith get nasty. Yeah, I mean, outside of the Clone Wars, where you have Clone Wars and Rebels, where you have you know the Inquisitor and Rebels, and then you have right, Savage right, and right. Asajj Ventress. It's very easy to make cartoons look nasty versus live action. Yeah. So, so let's get a. Uh, I guess you, you. I guess you could argue that. You know, blood. You know, human flesh. Darth Vader did some dar- lightsaber work, but I'll still contend the Obi Wan and Anakin fight on Mustafar is like slapdick ass stunt fighting. I mean, <laughs> it's considered jerk off shit amongst the stunt community, the fight community. I can only tell you what I've heard from professionals. Yeah, if you guys think two dudes waving. You know, glow sticks in front of each other is impressive looking. Have at it. That's 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 for you. I'm not going to tell you you're dumb. I'm trying to get over that shit. But I can tell you from people that actually do stunt fights, sword fights, this, that, and the other thing in Hollywood, it's a joke. Yeah. So what's not a joke is this Revan shot at Scott Blind on Instagram. Well done, sir. Next up, Nick. Nick's on a fucking bot kick. This it's week. it's weird, right? Like we get triple zero in the first shot. Now we have proper. Well, honestly, in the second shot, Nick, if you look, there's also a, a, mo- bot, a mouse the droid, droid yeah, sitting right there, right there the too, brother. So yes, your theme is going strong. It's key, yeah, it's staying around there. I don't know if it's going to make it through the last two of the top five, but it continues into number three, where we have a Rampo shot. If you don't know who Rampo is, go back. Look at some of the... Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Or go to hell. I mean, that's our our saying. Like, if you haven't listened to the show, go to hell. Go listen to the backlog and find out who Rampo is. Rampo... (laughs) This is... This is a fantastic Rampo. This is... So, C-3PO, obviously, is... We may get an action-oriented C-3PO in in The Rise of Skywalker, and he has been dubbed Rampo by the community. And this shot here is a perfect... Oh, fuck the community! 
by you. Star Wars time dubbed this shit. Yeah, you in particular. Me. You you did because I remember when it first came out, you were like, "Holy shit, look at this thing!" And you yes. put out the shot that, that leaked that dubbed right. him Rampo. That leaked bootleg ass leaked episode nine poster came out where you saw three PO wearing the bandolier holding the bowcaster. That day, Rampo. Mm-hmm. It's taken off from there. I'll never get credit, but that that's my lot in oh, life yeah. on the internet. No one gives a fuck about what Matt does. No one gives a shit about Matt and Nick. We're just two losers doing another Star Wars podcast. That's what we are. But what I love about this shot, this Rampo shot, is just the fucking... <laughs> I can see that. it happening in my head. I can see him fucking just out there with Chewie's bowcaster blasting shit away, and then a bomb goes off from the left, and he no, just no, no. fucking flies. Here's the best part, Nick. Read the artist's initial caption, and it makes it even better. <laughs> this is what would happen if 3PO tried to fire Chewie's bowcaster. <laughs> yeah, so he's basically saying the fact that he looks like he's getting blown off his feet is because 3PO couldn't handle the kickback of the bowcaster. And like I said, that makes it even funnier. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we saw that, that Han was like, holy shit. What yeah, is he's this? like, hey, man, this? this guy, this 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 thing's got some fucking kick yeah, to it. Yeah, and then you look at it here, it's like <laughs> Goldenrod's literally blowing himself sideways <laughs> off his feet <laughs> it's just a fantastic shot here right and th- this comes from k Wetum. yeah k w e h t t a m m so k Wetum. what i so what's really great about this obviously the particle effects for the explosion makes it look very dynamic the pose that he's in with his legs just fucking splayed out and <laughs> Like the holding the um the bowcaster. I mean, all around, just a fantastically post uh, shot. I can just I can just visualize him getting fucking like he shoots. He goes ah, he just fucking flies through the air. Uh-huh. Man, so good. Oh uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, that's why we love this stuff, my friends. It's called artists making art, being creative, using those imaginations. Oh yeah, and it's it just that this is the type of stuff you get, and that's why we do what we do. So. Next up, we're moving away from toy photography. Okay. Nick's got a little fucking Revan heart I, I on do. Us. I mean, Darth Revan just came and went right past me in Swago. I must have had some regrets, some deep feelings that I know. I missed them too, buddy. Yeah. Don't, don't get too upset. Like, I missed them too. I'm two years away at, at minimum from getting this character. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. So <laughs> I can just hang those hopes and dreams up for a long time. So I saw a lot of Revan stuff on our feed this week, and I gravitated towards it. This is a a piece of of, of uh, the, uh, digital, tri- you know, oh my god, digital yeah. sketch art by Frangle Art at Frangle Art on Instagram. And I mean, and again, it perfectly captures the essence of this of of Revan as a character. It's a beautiful portrayal right. using, you know, it's not. I wouldn't call it, uh, you know, it's definitely not a realistic, hyper-realistic style. It is a shaded, no, self-shaded right. style it, of it, art. It, it kind of has a watercolor feel to it, it. It does a little bit. I mean, like, I know nothing about art, so Frangle, if you're oh, listening to this. Oh, me neither. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, don't don't listen to any terminology yeah. we pretend to know what we're talking Like, trust me, we're, we're two fucking idiots. Yeah, like, Matt, Matt we, is... We just know what we like. Yeah, Matt's the expert on the toy photography. He can give us a breakdown on how a lot of these shots are done. Right. When it comes to real artwork like this, 
We have no yeah. fucking clue. They're fucking, yeah, two idiots like most everything we talk about. But, uh, I mean, what, what Frangle Art is doing here is something that I really, really appreciate. Yeah, I mean. I mean, th- this, again, this this is like tattoo material. To oh, me. yeah, tattoo art. This is something that I would hang in my house. Like, if, you know, yes. this would go perfectly on Matt's Star Wars cave, Star Wars Time H. Exactly. Like, 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 I'm not even talking like a little poster. Th- these are like the, what is it, like the 46 by 30, like, movie theaters. Oh, yeah size posters yeah. real big posters it's just it, it's it, it's i wish we could give it justice and describe the style but but like i said it, it's kind of a it's kind of watercolorish, but it's not there's an illustration feel to it yeah. it's 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 fucking perfect yeah it's a beautiful portrayal here so if you guys are listening to the podcast he even got the lightsaber right yeah. like with the with the prongs there. oh yeah i mean he got so many of the details perfect on God this. damn, Revan is a fucking pimp. He is. Like, He's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I, I still, I know we, I think we talked about this last week. I, I still hold Vader up there as like the Mac pimp in terms of the way he looks, but Frangle may be changing my fucking mind. Dude, dude if we get, if we get a, a live action portrayal of Darth Revan, Either in it in, would be the greatest thing. Oh ever. yeah, like Disney Plus form or big screen Got Bros trilogy form. Like that could be a legitimate competition. Like he, this motherfucker could be the baddest ass. He's ever. fucking a pimp. I mean, look at the 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 goddamn Mando mask, and when you pair it with a Sith hood, oh, yeah. and he's got like the like the gold chest armor. And just some random mother robes on that. Oh, Jesus, yeah. he's just so unique. He is. He's. He's. I mean, you could say you know Malik kind of looked different too because he essentially missing the lower part of his face. Yeah, but it's. Uh, but he, he's not even close to fucking Revan. I mean, at this point, like I said, Revan Vader, Revan may have just slid a step high yeah it's just badass I- in terms of looks in terms of looks i mean we don't we still don't have much exposure to the character yeah i mean outside of the story that was told in kotor um, right but even then it's not even the story of revan it's the story of amnesia revan who isn't a sith yeah. he's like a blob blah, yeah we don't like who am i guy you don't get the full like what we right. want to see is the full jedi revan fighting mandalorian war yeah going off we want to see jkr become dr yeah exactly right and if you don't know what that means you don't place will go so go to hell that transition we needed so fantastic work here at frangle art on instagram absolutely beautiful stuff um if you go on his feed tons of great star wars material tons of he calls it okay nick he calls it digital paint yeah so he's he's in procreate so where whatever that is my friends he wins yeah he's he's likely on you know does like a like a hand sketch and then you know on a wacom tablet and then goes into photoshop or you know some sort of program to paint it to look like this i mean just excellent work here by frangle art well with her follow um last up we have who is you know uh, uh, an artist. We, who's I mean, I, becoming a mainstay. Pretty, yeah, I mean, as I say, we're we're at this point, we're essentially Triple P homers. Yeah, you know, Papa Palpatine I, I, photography. I, I think Triple P now has the most fucking feature nominations today. I think so too. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I I got probably three more of this dude's shots in the queue to share. Still. <laughs> 
I just, I have to fucking spread them out because every week he's dropping at least two or three where I go, yep, that could be a fucking share. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be a share. Oh, well, fuck, that could be a share too, Jesus. I mean, Papa just, he, he brings the fire every time. And in this particular shot, I mean, this is like dream stuff that, that, that Star Wars fans would love to see. So it's a, it's a, and it could technically happen in canon. That's the crazy yeah. Thing. Now it could. It really could. This showdown could happen, and we're seeing a. F- I mean, Maul wouldn't. Maul wouldn't fully look like the way Maul's portrayed here, just because there isn't a it, a figure version of modded Maul. Yeah, with his, but th- this could totally happen, and it would happen because that's how the fucking Sith. Roll. Exactly. So we see the fight between Maul and Darth Vader, uh, and what's yeah. so like what Papa does here is he truly captures. This looks like. A, a snap, a fast, like a, a snapshot in the middle of the fight that captures the moment where Vader turns the tide. Cause what I, oh, he's going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Kill him. What I'm seeing here, Vader, you know, this fight's going down. Vader gets the upper hand, pulls his lightsaber, pulls Maul's lightsaber out of his exactly. hands. Exactly. And then he's Great got interpretation. Yeah. He's got his lightsaber. So Vader's lightsaber is held up by the force right. pointing right Headshot. at Maul's head and is igniting. Headshot. Like, right. It's a headshot. It's beautiful. And then just it's fucking epic. I mean, honestly, this is a more epic force kill than I think anyone has ever thought of before. I mean, you didn't even get this shit in Force Unleashed. I mean, this is the most Sith force kill I can ever think oh, of. Oh, yeah. This like, is just... Being being represented in a visual format. Yeah, this is the next level like even the fucking the the animators and the and the people who make star wars for a living haven't thought of something like this this is rated r star oh yeah because because maul is getting a lightsaber through the head right right through the fucking head (laughs) and with the force i mean it's not even just like yeah you could say kylo fucking zapped a a praetorian through the head no this is literally vader doing his patented fucking arm out like i'm gonna choke you but instead he's controlling his lightsaber that is going to ignite through malls yeah it's beautiful and just like everything about this shot is so good the positioning of both figures especially maul because he's he's airborne and he's got this just the body positioning is fantastic the 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 look on vader and the you know his positioning as well and then even the background i don't know what this background is typically used for you know what it is man it's it's what i explained to you weeks ago it's the goddamn yeah, uh, nova revolt well, ubiquitous bullshit yeah. and guess what <laughs> guess what? what remember how i told you i have one i haven't touched yeah and i told you i will never touch yep it. And I would I would rather pay someone to build at least one of the variations for me than me ever dream of doing. Yeah, you last weekend for Father's Day, my wife built one of the variations for. Oh me. my god! <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, "What do you really want?" And I'm not kidding. I said because the box has been sitting upstairs for months. And I said, honestly, if you're going to ask that question, I would like you to build that thing because I know I can't do it. If I do it, I'm essentially going to waste $100 because I will smash it all and burn it. You'll just break your other hand. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's the other thing. Like, my hand's still fucked up, so I don't even have enough power to snap this shit in. So she graciously did it for me. That's why I love her to death. Wow. But, dude, it took her. 
almost the whole day. That's how fucked up this thing is. Jesus. And I know uh, Papa actually replied to us when when I brought this up before about him and and how many times he reuses this set and that he's become a pro at it. And he he did offer to help build mine, but but he said after a while it just it just I, I don't know I guess it gets easier maybe gets worked in or whatever. Yeah. But but the fact that he breaks this fucking cunt hole diorama down weekly and rebuilds it into this type of magic just goes to show you the level of talent this guy has because that thing this ubiquitous shit it is a piece of fuck. <laughs> It is a piece of fuck that no one would—I mean, if you do not have the greatest amount of patience in the galaxy, don't even fuck with this thing. Yeah. Because my wife is a goddamn saint, and about two, two and a half, three hours in, she was ready to fucking melt the thing. (laughs) Okay? So— Oh, man. My point has been proven— Triple P's point has been proven. He is a fucking ubiquitous god. Yeah, master. Absolute master. And I don't see him working his way out of the top five anytime soon. The guy just puts out quality shot after quality shot. You can go onto his feed. Papa underscore Palpatine underscore photography on Instagram. And all of every shot that's on there can make the top five. Like It's just like Matt said. He has to hold himself back from essentially sharing yeah. everything that this guy does well, I, i've said i mean there's there's i don't know sorry i thought i was gonna throw up <laughs> I mean, there there is a there's probably five six seven star wars artists that i i could probably share a shot from them every day that's how good oh yeah like we, we could probably it just comes down to i mean do we want to look like we're Homers. blowing these dudes or ladies nonstop? yeah i know it's i mean like, okay black series you can do one six yeah, you could do uh, everything uh, kylo Papa, yep. like it's just work more, work, work more, less, more less, sweat picks, like all Sir all Dork. Yeah. I mean, Sir it's Dork. like, come yeah. on, like we know him, we love him. Sir Dork is like, you guys are too fucking good. Give me a goddamn break. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only one man. My thumbs can only do so much. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, what reposted their fucking app makes this once enjoyable experience every morning a nightmare. But I still do it because I appreciate. The shit you people are putting out. And, and by shit, I mean it in the best sense of the word shit. Yeah. So, again, top five was stacked top to bottom. Even got in a non, non-toy non photography shot here with this fantastic digital art piece God by Frank that, that is just, just – buy that for yeah me. i know right if frank like go on i have to see if to check his stuff frangle if you've never thought about selling your stuff and you're listening to this podcast oh, you might you might want to consider Tat- tattoo that shit on my face <laughs> or my skull something yeah so i mean just top to bottom again that's what i'll do i'll i'll do a i'll do a revan i'll do a revan portrait in the same style as ryan Ooh, the intern dude i don't know like i just thought of this sick ass revan like image it, it just popped into my head and it wasn't like I I do love Ryan the interns Vader like the geometric Vader this this rev like if I had the ability to draw or to use art of any kind this Revan thing that just came to my head would be beautiful. Welcome to my life, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm an art art retard essentially. Yeah, like I could I will be able to picture it in my head forever, but like. 
how I would be able to express that to an actual artist to like have them recreate it would be difficult, but I think I could do yeah, it. Yeah, no to. shit. That's why I don't have a fucking tattoo because I'm stupid and I don't know how to explain what I want. Yeah, so I think if I tried to, if I really tried to, like I'm familiar enough with Photoshop to where I could put together a shitty version of what just popped in my head. But like, all right, good. Well, start editing my photos then, because I fucking hate Photoshop and shit. Oh man! So that wraps up the top five for this week. All great stuff. Make sure to give everybody a follow on here. We talked about Instagram last time. I'm gonna get up this piece sooner or later. I've just been slammed at work, so trust me, I will put up the why Instagram has fucked you, Star Wars artist piece soon. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh, please make that the title. (laughs) (laughs) I just. Even though it has zero SEO juice, make that the title. Yes. Why Why Instagram has fucked up Star Wars artists? <laughs> yeah, so that's going to come soon. Uh, I love it. But, yes, I mean, this this kind of stuff, make sure to follow Instagram hates Star Wars toys. It's true. They hate everybody now. So. Well, they, they definitely hate Haywood Pop. I know that for Gosh. a fucking fact. But. <laughs> give, give these guys a follow if you're if you're following along or you're listening to it in your car when you get home open up the podcast post on starwarstime.net find our top five link and every one of our artists is linked in the in the post right. so here's what you need to do you need to do what everything kylo does and that is listen to the show every new episode and then post about it in your stories about how much you like that's it. beautiful okay that would be fantastic all right, like if you don't if you don't respect the the Haywood Pop, if you don't respect at that Nick C, respect everything Kylo, respect Sir Dork. All right, they, they rep us, they whip us. In fact, they rep us so well that they were the first two to receive the limited run first edition Star Wars time hats. They both have them in their possession. The only other people in the galaxy to have them are Nick and yep. I. All right, so we re- we reward those who recognize our greatness. All right, I'm tired of being nice. We're fucking awesome. You need to make us more awesome. All right, that's part of the deal now. It's now on you people. We've put forth our best feet. Not just a foot, but feet. It's time for you guys and girls to do the same for us. No more bullshit. You promote the Star Wars Time Show. You let your friends know. You let your family know about the Star Wars Time Show. All right, enough is enough. We've been around for almost six months. We need more. We deserve more. I'm a Sith. What else else do you expect? All I want is everything. There is no compassion. There's no patience with me. It's now. Give it to us. And you can do that by going to StarWarsTime.net. Subscribing using the subscribe to podcast link. Which even dummies can figure out. Because you can get any platform you want. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Android, RSS feed. You can email the motherfucker to yourself. There's no excuse to miss new episodes of Star Wars Time Show. So get on it. And while you're there, you might as well check out our YouTube channel too. YouTube.com slash Star Wars Time Show. Sub to that shit. I got out the, the Toy Story Star Wars Easter egg before anyone else. Does it matter? No, because when you search it, guess what? Bigger sites are going to show up because we suck, but we don't. That's why we need you. All right, my friends, you know what to do. 
you get out there, you subscribe, you like, you rate, you review, you pass it around, you talk about it at a campfire. Until next time, may the force be with you, always.